Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and with me this week, I got Mike. I have a bad feeling about this. I got Paolo. But where are my Kyber crystals? And I have Ed. Go see a Star War. Guys, <laughs> I've had a vision. <gasps> oh my god, well, it finally I, happened. Is it the fact I, that we're only going to do Spanish from now on? This podcast I, is now getting taken over by uh, the Hispanics, and we are going to run this in Spanish or in Spanglish. Okay. I mean, you, you you just said Orin, and all I think of is the guy from Final Fantasy X, and that makes me a little happy. El Uno He's got fun pajamas. Empire. No. Orin has El Gigante Sword. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Star Wars Visions this week, guys. Another Star Wars episode, Another guys. Star Wars episodes. Yeah. Have you met What me? the? I need to know more about a Star War. Well... Yo <laughs> That's the funny part about this. <laughs> what that, that, that I know absolutely that I, I know the absolute least that I should probably be asking the most questions. Uh, well, that's the problem. None of it is canon, and it's a lot of fun to watch. But yeah. at the same time, like if you watch if that's your introduction to Star Wars and you come into the movies, you're going to get confused. I feel uh, so, and, and and I feel like that's like a perfect jumping on point for me because like. The movies are okay, right? Yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people, you know, it's 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 sacred to them. But I, I don't want to, like, it's, it's they're kind of lame. I'm, I'm really sick of Jedi, man. Like, just the whole... Uh, well, if you're, fucking, listen, if you're sick of uh, Jedi, then you shouldn't be watching Star Wars Visions because it is all Jedi all the time. That is but the way true. You guys, but true. the way you guys are talking about it, it's not like movie Jedi. You know what I mean? It's not that, like, overproduced, like... You mean it's not the Skywalkers? That's you know what I think that's where I'm going with this is that I maybe it's not Jedi that I think are kind of like I'm over maybe I'm just over the Skywalker. I mean when you think about it the um, the Star Wars uh, movies really are nothing more than the story about how the Skywalkers kind of fucked up the galaxy. Do they ever actually get to walk <laughs> the sky? Um, rarely. I think there's a cut scene uh, where they set up some clouds and they had Luke Luke kind of walk on them and then they cut that scene. Do uh, they do yeah. they end up walking the sky with Alter Bridges walk the sky in the background? <laughs> <laughs> they could never get the rights. Disney doesn't have uh, enough money. Yeah. I mean I mean <laughs> Jefferson Starship does play in the holiday specials, so I mean Yeah, yeah. And God, I keep that, forgetting that that's a thing. <laughs> after that debacle, they're like, no more music from real bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> El Starship to <did> Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. But Star Wars Vision is, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I kind of almost want to say it's in the spirit of the Christmas special, even though the Christmas special is, I don't, is canon. Is the I Christmas, was Christmas you special were canon? Say no. In, in spirit Halloween. Okay. No, the, it's not the, canon, the, the, right? The Christmas special is not canon. The uh, the Ewok movies that they made with, uh, with Wolf of <laughs> Brimley are not canon either. I, I thought the Christmas special was canon. I thought no. it was too. I'm pretty it, sure it's not. I think it's been retconned to not be canon. I think Lucas's original vision is this is going to kick ass. It's going to be canon. And then everyone hated it, including Lucas. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's no longer canon. I mean, we have spoken at length about the fact that George Lucas needs a really good editor to save his stories. And his oh, you movies. know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I think George Lucas is the Vince Russo of, of, of Star Wars. Jesus Christ. I hate you because that's a. 
that feels it's pretty apt. good. That feels I, like oh, a yeah. apt description. Uh, Vince Russo was one of three writers during uh, WWF's Attitude Era. Uh, he, the, the two other guys that he had to go up against were uh, Ed Ferrero and Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon would usually filter out his terrible ideas. If you didn't get the ref, now you do. Mm. There we go. I didn't get it's just, I it's didn't just, know. It's just, I, I almost feel it's unfair because if Vince McMahon is the one that's toning things down, you know it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything would have been on a pole, Matt. Everything. Yeah. Judy, he booked Judy Bagwell on a forklift. <laughs> Are you kidding I, me? Are you kidding me, dude? When he took the, um, uh, uh, oh, God, the, uh, the, um, uh, the oh god, I forget what it was the the one the the tag team the guy was recovering alcoholic and then he decided to make us alcoholism part of the story. Oh, you mean legendary <laughs> tag team the Road the Warriors, Warriors, also known as the Legion of Doom. The Road War. I almost said I, <laughs> I said Road Warriors. My brain kept on going to Road Dog because I think Attitude I was era. hoping I was hoping you were going to go straight to the movies and be like Mel Gibson. I'm like he's problematic still. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, uh, no. yeah. god, yeah. But also, technically, uh, Star Wars Christmas Special is not canon. You just looked it it's, up, it's, didn't you? It, well, it's technically not canon. Yeah, but yeah. Boba Fett is introduced in it, so take technically what, it is. And and I do love that, like that's the one like thing he's in that he isn't a jobber in, it, and it's not canon. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett's I mean, a jobber. Okay. Change my yeah, mind. In defense, he's not a, he's not a jobber <laughs> in the job, second Boba. season of Mandalorian. So I really hope canon. I I hope I hope his entire like. Uh, his show. I haven't. I need to watch The Mandalorian, but I hope like his, the Boba Fett show is just like him being like tuxedo masked essentially, where like things are solved <laughs> and he gets he there and takes all the credit up. for it. He yeah. just shows up and throws his rose. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all I came to do, and then just leaves. <laughs> Tell my story. I'm badass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 what is Grogu going to be like Luna in that now too? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to learn how to talk. Ooh. Disney, uh, give me a check. I'll write it. I'm pretty sure Disney has the rights to Sailor Moon, so they could do it and not infringe. <laughs> I'm here, honestly. I'm I'm here for the uh, 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 the Sailor Moon X Star Wars collab. I mean, know? honestly, Star Wars Visions is already as close as we're probably going to get to that. Um, uh, if, that is if, true. If, if Mark Hamill doesn't get a magical girl transformation sequence, what are you doing, Disney? I, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I was gonna—I had something for that, and it just <laughs> nope. I can never unsee it now. Because you know Mark Hamill would totally be down to do that. It's He'd be hundred percent. It's his for green it. lightsaber doing like this real twirl in front of him, and just slowly his clothes changes from like his X-wing pilot into his black Jedi costume, and he's. Mm. he's He's narrating the entire thing in his Joker voice. Like, you do it. I'm here for it. Wow, that's too many IPs. <laughs> I think the work was just kind of breaking on itself. It's too many IPs after too many IPAs. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have not had enough. <laughs> too far too enough IPAs. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Going back to Visions, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say Visions. This is what we're here to talk about. What the? I mean, listen, Ed, our ideas are could very much be a Visions episode because, let's be honest, that's kind of what they did with these visions episodes well it's it's essentially like the animatrix or uh was it gotham knights Do- gotham no, knights. Gotham okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotham knights. I, it wasn't I batman ninja gotham knights. it was gotham knights you haven't seen yeah. gotham knights i think maybe like didn't they release it in parts like they didn't release it full because i know it's only one or two shorts dvd special i believe yeah yeah so huh. they released that on dvd they also released it um i want to say either like a day after a physical release or like before they did like a, a special like tsunami block or something. Where they, they played the whole thing on TV. 
maybe I, maybe I caught it on Toonami and didn't see the whole thing because I, I remember watching like one or two of the episode, like the uh, the sections, but I don't remember the whole thing. It's it's I mean, if you've seen the Animatrix or, you know, know what it is, it, it's an anthology yeah. that takes place in a uh, or it, it's an anthology cartoon that takes place in a particular universe. Yeah, I love anthologies. I love them. They're really good. Yeah. Well, you know, they can be, but they're always at least different and interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Um, everything I've seen about Visions, it makes this just... It looks really good, and I don't know what else to say <laughs> besides that. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's. I, I think it's it's one of those I get where people are coming from. And, mm-hmm. and I say that, like, I haven't heard you guys talk just a ton about the Star Wars universe that, like, really makes me want to dive into it, you know? I mean, the, the first good thing I want to say about it is... And this is funny that I'm saying this, is that it's a good thing that it's not canon. Because it really gave these studios to, you know, it gave the studios the ability to put their own spin on a lot yeah, of creative freedom. I, I'm literally, I'm literally pointing my finger at you like you're in front of me, uh, agreeing with you because I felt that was probably the biggest strength to it was the fact that they were able to do slightly crazier things with the with the with the shorts as a result of that. Not only that though, but like there's some story elements within Star Wars that they kind of glance over, you know, because like if you read the expanded lore, they're actually kind of important. So I then- mean, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they glance over it in the movies, but like I keep saying in every single episode that we've done in Star Wars, the force is fucking weird. It is weird. And then this takes it and makes it weirder. Like the thing that I really liked about it was that when I first heard about this, um, I don't know if you guys ever watch Eric Andre, but like he has this, he has a skit where he mm-hmm. goes, you know, what if it was purple? And, you know, mm-hmm. they just put a color, purple filter on things. <laughs> like I was afraid they were just going to take, you know, Star Wars and be like, what if it was anime? And just, oh man, I, I, I just wish we had like Eric Andre as a, as a Jedi. But it absolutely yes. is super anime though. It is super anime, but yeah they got to do their own thing on a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know how much oversight there was. I don't know if they had to answer to like, you know, Lucas studios oversight or whatever it was, but you know, it was a very unique look at a lot of star Wars lore. Right. Well, I feel like with the amount, uh, with just the sheer amount of times they mentioned Kyber crystals, I feel like the one stipulation (laughs) is you got to put a Kyber crystal, do whatever you want. Just mention Kyber crystal. Okay. Honestly, that was the one thing I was alluding to because, (laughs) In in the comics and stuff like that, they talk about them a bit. I don't think they're ever mentioned in the film. Kyber crystals were the central plot point of like five of the nine animes. And if not, people are like, boy, I sure do love Kyber crystals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at how many Kyber crystals I have. Aren't these Kyber crystals incredible? They're so Kyberlicious. (laughs) Kyber crystals are are a big deal. I have five different ones that I purchased from Disney when I came back. So I'm not vision's got to you. I'm not saying that they're they're not a big deal. I'm just saying is that they're never brought up much in most of the mainstream (laughs) Star Wars stories. Uh, Yeah. Don't they they, they power lightsabers though, right? Yes, they power lightsabers. They also power uh in in after when you go into the details of the Death Star, they power the Death Star. They power the um the super weapon in the the new trilogy uh there's a point the, they're literally just the death star yeah no not the death star death star part part three star killer the, base it's star killer base thank you it's I, the death star come on let's <laughs> yeah. uh, star killer base yeah it powers star killer base it powers the, the first and second death star um 
Specific, they're, they're, specifically the beam that blows up the planets. Yes. Yes. Wait, so so technically like the Death Star and the Starkiller base are just giant lightsabers? Yeah. 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 That's fucking cool. But they no, seriously, right. why didn't they just say that? Because that's cool as shit. Yeah, because it was probably an oversight that they uh shoehorned in in the EU. Because like I said, mm. they never I don't know of them ever saying the word kyber crystal oh, in the listen, piloting a giant star. Like, it gets fucking super, it gets so cool. super cool because they do bring it up in the EU stuff. Like so in, in Rebels and in Clone Wars, um specifically, they talk about the fact like you know, uh, I forget what episode it is. I think it's in Rebels where they're trying to literally stop a shipment of giant kyber crystals from getting to the Empire. And it becomes like a major plot point that that that's what they're trying to stop because essentially they don't know what they're trying to stop for. They just know that the Empire is getting these giant kyber crystals. And um, it's the one dude that played by Forrest Whitaker in... Um, Oh, in in in, in, uh, in uh, Rogue One, yeah. In Rogue, Rogue One. One, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he's a big deal in the in the lore. Yeah, he's a he's crazy. He's absolutely insane. He's like a crazy guerrilla fighter. Um, that he's introduced actually in Rebels. No, sorry, not in Rebels. In Clone Wars. Um, then he's a big character in Rebels, and then you they they show him again in Rogue One, being played by Forrest Whitaker, being just a complete crazy man. He essentially is going around blowing up these shipments and destroying like planets and innocent people in the process. Oh, yeah, right, mm. exactly. Um, so yeah, essentially, Kyber crystals. The Death Star is just a giant lightsaber. Saw Guerrera. Yeah, Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. There you go. Yeah, no, but but yeah, to Paul's point, they're a huge deal in the expanding universe. They're never brought up in in the movies. Yeah, just because it's like uh, it's like tech, it's like tech jargon. It's like uh, it's like what what does Star Trek have? Dilithium crystals. It's like that. Like you got you got the thing. You got the word. You got the word plus crystal. Bada bing, bada boom. You got your science. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but like like the dilithium crystals are, are mentioned like constantly in Star Trek. Well, yeah, because Star Trek likes talking about itself, and Star Wars is like, fuck it. There's magic samurai here with lightsabers. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. okay, so <laughs> beam it's, swords. It's funny beam that you bring up Katanas. magic samurais because the first episode is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, and there you it go. is essentially, I got to bring it up because it is. So the name of that first episode is called the Duel. Well, Paul, I don't, I, I, before before you start, let's oh, just okay. who, whoever hasn't watched Star Wars Visions, there will be spoilers as we talk oh, yes. about this. Yes, so all right, cool. They're short enough. Uh, I'm sorry, Ed. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. How dare you, Ed? Ed, you knew yeah. what you signed up for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but who, everyone else who just doesn't know what they signed up for. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the, the sh- they're short enough. They're like I think the first episode is less than 20 minutes so if you stop the episode now watch the episodes they're super good uh and even the ones that aren't that even ones you don't like go by quickly so uh i'm sorry paula just no, go, 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 please. no you're absolutely you're absolutely right and i i'm actually looking up how long most of these episodes are um basically the longest one was 22 minutes the shortest is 13 yeah yeah so they're very bite-sized very very easy like i i binged it in a night and i generally don't binge things and i think that's part of the reason why they're so at least in my opinion so fun to watch because of their bite-sized nature you're not getting oversaturated with all of this stuff you're just getting a really fun story a really nicely animated story and it's just getting thrown at you with the theme of this is a star wars yeah, and and they they're like because they're so short, like it's constantly changing. The art style is constantly very different from episode to episode, and I did appreciate that. Well, they did. I think 
I think it was a total of like six or seven studios who worked mm -hmm. on the eight episodes only because I think two episode two studios did two episodes. Right. But even like I feel like even the studios tried to make their episodes as different looking like stylistically. As we'll possible. definitely talk about that because yeah. um, there's there's two episodes that are stylistically are just completely the opposite of that what you dumb. expect. Yep, and they're done by the same studio. Yep. They're done yep, by yep. the same studio, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but the first episode uh, is called The Duel, and it's done by the same studio. Um, it's called Kamikaze Duga, and it's done by it, – it's the same studio that basically does the JoJo Bizarre Adventure openings. Uh, they also did Ninja Batman. Mm. Oh, they also did Ninja Batman. No wonder it felt that way. Okay. Yep, yep. So it's, it's really cool. <laughs> Ninja Batman. I like, I like Bat. I like I've Ninja Batman. I like Batanime. I've never seen Batanime. You should, it's, and we should do an episode on it. It's really I good. It's off the goddamn wall, though. And I was honestly, when I heard that they did the duel before I saw it, I was afraid because I didn't know, it, you know, silliness in DC comics I could stand for, but like, like I don't think Star Wars had that kind of wiggle room with it. But they they did it justice. I will say this: they took so much inspiration from. Basically, the original inspiration from Star Wars, which is the Kurosawa films, the Kurosawa Samurai films, mm -hmm. um, and just kind of morphed it into a, a a Star Wars short, where essentially the the Jedi's are basically samurais as opposed to being space samurais. He's like he almost looks like an actual samurai, the main character of the story. Um, does he have a, like a like? Does he literally have like a beam katana? Yeah, he, yeah, he is. He is a wandering samurai, Ronin esque person. Yes, yeah. he even has a droid with a bamboo hat. Yeah, that's as his fun. buddy. Yeah, the, that's and, fun. and the explanation for his uh, katana lightsaber was that um, he killed a Sith. He broke the lightsaber, so he can't turn it off. So he uses old lightsaber hilt, uh, old lightsaber hilts as a sheath for his uh, for his lightsaber. So where it, was that explained? I don't remember cool. seeing that. I read it somewhere on Wikipedia. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, regardless, he did the deep dive. <laughs> listen, okay. This is the same this is the same episode where the the bad Jedi or the bad samurai as it were in this um call it a Sith, but I mean they're not all they're not always Sith either. Um she uses a a, a lightsaber umbrella Okay, it's like Can it's I, like an it's like an extension. Yeah, I just yeah. want to say something. I'm pretty sure if you go back in some of our previous Star Wars episode, I'm pretty sure I'm on the record saying that every single lightsaber <laughs> variant after uh, Darth Maul's dual lightsaber was stupid. Um, <laughs> in um, in the Darth Bane trilogy, there's somebody with a lightsaber whip. There, at some point, there's a lightsaber uh, nightstick. There, there's lightsaber lightsaber size, and they're all. <laughs> dumb i hate them all in the eu however i will say this lightsaber uh umbrella was fucking awesome <laughs> she literally was just sitting there spinning it twirling I it know. to try to stop people from shooting at her but what was cool about it though is that it it's an extension to her lightsaber it's not a bunch of other little lightsabers it's an extension right. to it right yeah that was really cool, that was cool. they actually it's... showed that yeah that was that was super cool, and I got um, and I got a shout out to Lucy Liu, man. She fucking killed it as a VA. Oh, that's that right. Role. She was the voice actor in that. No, it was really good. I I like I said that probably stylistically one of my absolute favorites because it 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 reminded me of what the original inspiration of Star Wars is. Um, you know, Lucas has gone on on record to say he was very very you know um, inspired by those Kurosawa movies by the Wandering Samurai. That's basically what the Jedi are. 
at least the Jedi at towards the movies that they're in. Um, so cool. I, I just needed to mention that. And plus, I love the JoJo's openings. So, so good. So good anime. I don't want to, like I said, part of me wants to spoil a lot of it, but I feel like there's not much to spoil in that one aside from the fact that it, it involves a duel between two, two samurai. It's right. That is, that is true. It's like, it's a really short one. I don't think it's, I think it's like 15 minutes or something. It's probably one of the shorter ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but even mentioning the lightsaber umbrella is kind of a spoiler considering how short it is. Yeah. That's uh, fine. Still go watch it. It is yeah. freaking amazing. It's fine. That was one of my favorites. Um, Matt, what is one of yours? I'm curious Ooh, to know. Boy. All right. Um, I have to say I have a big complaint about it. Um, but my favorite though was probably, eh, man, Ninth Jedi was my favorite, and honorable mention goes to uh, the Village Bride and um, oh, what was the one with that uh, bunny girl? Lopen Ocho. All right, um, I have to say the uh, the Ninth Jedi was great because it starts off with like, hey, um, I know you guys are all force sensitive. I can give you guys some lightsabers. How about you all meet up here on this asteroid above this planet? And, you know, it's pretty damn obvious. It's a setup from the beginning. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a, but it, do we want to tell trap. them what the real trap is, though? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. I kind of don't want to. I, I feel like I, I don't want to go into it because, honestly, there there is you start it. There's obviously a twist to it, but it's still there was enough twist in it to fool me, you know? I, I feel like you could su summate it as in, it has such really good world building and really good just kind of development of what's happening. And the twist is just enough that I could definitely see myself wanting to have more of that. Well, one like, thing that was cool about it, you know, again, what I was saying before, like I'm glad this is not canon because they got to explore concepts was that the idea Okay, kind of a running joke in uh, Star Wars fandom is how meaningfully meaningless lightsaber colors are. <laughs> okay. You know, everyone is like, oh, man, you know, Qui-Gon, you know, and Luke, they had green lightsabers, you know, oh, so-and-so had a red lightsaber, yada, yada. And it's like, oh, no, the Sith, yes. the only the Sith can have red. Well, the reason why that is, is, you know, when the Jedi pick their lightsaber, they say, oh, I want to be a guardian, give me a green one. And that there's nothing more to it than that. Right, and, and and even and even less so for uh, what's his face, um, Mace Windu and his purple lightsaber. It's just because Sam Jackson's like, I want a purple lightsaber, and Lucas mm -hmm. is like, done. Yeah, and yeah. People, people try to <laughs> justify it. it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, like like there, there there's really no re there there's no like hard coded reason for any particular Jedi to have a particular color lightsaber. Yes, the Sith have red lightsabers because in the new canon. They bleed their kyber crystals. The old legends uh, lore was that they have synthetic kyber crystals. Regardless, the way the Ninth Jedi did it was um, your lightsaber color is dependent on how your relationship to your connection to the Force. I was hoping it was going to be like a mood ring, like when you first got the honestly, kyber crystal. Like it is. Honest, honestly, I but I felt like that, like this, this. Uh, lightsaber crafter this lightsaber smith i felt like he was making mood ring lightsabers like i'm like he's like he, here's my new tech uh let me know how you feel about it actually hold this i'll know how you feel about it yeah like like for example like so like the, there was a, a jedi that was not very well trained so you know her connection to the force is weak so her lightsaber was clear 
It wasn't um, clear so much as it was still sh- like fuzzy. Something like, like it, that. Yeah. It was like the, like the color hadn't chosen itself, so it just kind of was this like weird Almost opaque white. blade. Now, yeah, cl- clear is hard to animate. <laughs> now, the one thing I want to bitch about though is that. As somebody that's colorblind, when I have to determine the difference between someone with a red or a green lightsaber to figure out who the bad guy or the good guy is, <laughs> that part so sucked. Now I know <laughs> what I now I know oh, when I have to come at you. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna tell you what color it is. Just <laughs> oh, make that sure makes it's sense. green or red. Right. It won't be the murder in your eyes that lets him know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Paul, <laughs> what color is lightsaber? So no. <laughs> that, that was the one thing that sucked about. It. It's like ah. Uh, Wait, oh, he, oh, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, Ninth Jedi was my most favorite of them all. Like I said, it, it did enough new stuff with the lore. Production IG company, they're probably best known in the West for uh, Ghost and Shell Standalone Complex. They also did that music video for uh, Linkin Park back in the day. And oh. they did the anime sequence in Kill Bill. That's true. They did that too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, was- Linkin Sorry, God. I think it was breaking no, the habit, if I remember correctly. I forgot which it, they had a video that was all anime. Maybe it was on one of the remix albums. Not to make this about me, but how did you figure out then that I was that my lightsaber was green in the picture that I took when I got my lightsaber? This it colorblindness is weird. It's you you put it alone in a dark picture like you had. I can clearly tell it's green. You put it next to a red one in not so great lighting. It gets tricky. So, like the movies, hmm. I can have no problem determining it because it's a light source. Ah, in animation, where it's not a light source, it gets weird. That's why I don't have problems with uh, with lights with uh, with uh, traffic lights. Interesting. I mean, sorry, sense. just had to mention that. That 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 just kind of struck me. It really it, interesting. Anyway, back to what we were talking. It about. It shouldn't be called color blindness. It should be called color confusion. I like that. That's nice. I like that. I like but- that. But some people might actually be like, because colorblindness like affects people differently. Oh, so yeah, some yeah, people yeah, might yeah. legitimately be colorblind. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. so. <laughs> it's, it's it's rare, but yeah, no, totally. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, Ninth Jedi was definitely my favorite. Village Bride, I liked it just for the aesthetics, though. I liked Village Bride a lot. Yeah, Village Bride was really cool too. Uh, th- those those uh those high heels though. In that, <laughs> like, why did she have like transforming high heels when she she drew her lightsaber? I'm a little sad that she doesn't have like lightsaber heels, you know. Yeah, but you at that point you're just wearing regular shoes because your heels cut through the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> uh, who did who did um, Village Bride? What uh, what studio did that, Village that Bride one? was uh, Kinema Citrus? Which what else have they done? Because they've done the animation style on that was really gorgeous. Yeah, you know it's bad because I don't. No, I'm not familiar. Made in the, they did Made in the Abyss. That's what I know him for. Made in the Abyss is something I've been meaning to check out. It's on Amazon Prime. I hear nothing but great things. Oh, they also I did have a, not seen any they of also those. did a Eureka Seven uh, movie in 2009. Oh, interesting. Nice. No, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of their stuff. This is the first time that I've seen their work. Although I, I hate to admit it, it looked a little familiar, but that might just be being me being studio. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, mm. I don't not nothing else here <clears throat> I recognize honestly. But like I said, I, I've been reading so many reviews for Man in the Abyss. I mean to watch it for years. Yeah, same. <laughs> like I hear it's been, I watched I'm sorry, go. Oh no, I'm saying like you know, it's one of those things where it's like Man in the Abyss, you should really watch it, even if you don't like anime anymore. I'm like, that's great. I will watch it next time I sit down and look for something to watch, and I sit down in front of the TV. 
Oh, trash reality television from 10 years ago. Sign me <laughs> up. <Nice. laughs> yeah. It just dragged you in. Yeah, uh, yeah that'll, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, what was your favorite, Mike? Oh, of course, my favorite is the weird one. I'm sorry, everyone. Which uh, one? The one that stood out the most to me was Toby. T-O-B-1. I, I had a feeling you were going to say yeah. that. It was It's Toby. Toby. Uh, just Listen. just the just the weird watercolor, the weird like early early anime sound effects things that were happening. That oh, was um, very very much a harken back to Astro Boy, like oh yeah. without yeah, a doubt, without 100%. a doubt. I thought that was also really really cool, and um, especially because it's like it has like old anime um, aesthetics aesthetic but like when it came to like a, a fight scene it's like holy shit this this thing is so dynamic so it's, it's got all the like the old school anime tropes but with like modern sensibilities i wouldn't even say tropes. well maybe there it, are some tropes it had old anime sound effects like things sounded weird it it felt like you're reading a children's book in a sense interesting it, yeah everything was very watercolored except like the characters weren't uh, but like the backgrounds and everything, the planet they were on was very like hazy and watercolory, and I was I I really 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 enjoyed <laughs> just looking at it. It's those aesthetics I feel like yeah. that just kind of pop out of you. Like, and I I have to admit, like the way that the 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 titular character, titular character, titular character, whatever, Toby uh, Toby is drawn. He's like you can tell that the design is very much just like a one for one. I wouldn't say a one for one, but very much like Astro Boy, but with that modern anime sensibility yeah but the design but the color work on it was just like it felt old and new at the same time yep you you put a machine gun up his butt and it is literally asher boy <laughs> <laughs> oh but that story was really cool too like i don't even care that that just makes no sense that he just becomes basically a pinocchio story but i mean it's not it's kind of a pinocchio story he still does like he's a robot like but robots can use the force. They've they've hinted at like R two being able to use the force, well, or listen, at least sense it. So listen, listen. Uh, Sharon loves to scream the fact that uh, droids are people too. Yeah, that is, that is that is, that is uh, and and truthfully, as I've could watched more and more Star Wars stuff, I have to fully agree. Droids are absolutely people too. Are you like, kidding in me? This story, Droid, like droids overthrew the second Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, I'm serious. IG-88 successfully overthrew and controlled the second Death Star moments before <laughs> the Rebel Alliance blew it up. Oh, that's incredible. IG what? Yeah, IG-88 was uh, sending some sort of a virus and him and uh, I think a few other IG droids took over the second Death Star and were about to start murder raiding the entire freaking galaxy. And then their plans got foiled. <laughs> so had the Rebels not knocked it down, it would have just been... Murderbots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, Murderbots it, 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 in control it, 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 of a floating a... lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> I love it. So I feel like that's amazing, though. I, 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 again, I, I'm, I'm giving you more <laughs> fuel to your very apt argument about the potential of droids being force sensitive. Yeah, 100%. I love it. I feel like that should be canon, and I agree with you 100%. I feel like those droids should have a canon that shoots the force. I mean, droids do have cannons, right? Like, yeah. can we all agree they have cannons? Maybe. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, good, good, good. I just want to call out though, real quick, is that that studio that did uh, Toby? They're actually the same studio that did Space Dandy. Yep. No. Yeah. It, watching Toby, and also they did the last episode, 
And those those two episodes couldn't be more different, like the way they look. They look That's very, cool. very different. I, I That's hate, really cool. I hate the, to say that that last episode was the most forgettable one for me. The last episode, I didn't really enjoy the story, but I really enjoyed looking at it. Like, what's I could the, just look at it. What's the name of the episode? It's called Akakiri. I think I'm saying that right. Akakiri. I, I want to say you are. Yeah, Akakiri. And it's basically, it's more of like a kind of a somber story where it's like you get to see basically, and I, I hate, that might be one of the reasons why I don't like it. It's because it, it kind of tries to reinforce the idea that a Jedi that falls in love or a Jedi that feels emotions outside of what the, the Jedi Order tells them to feel is always going to fall to the dark side. Yeah, that, that's something like, okay. I get it. I it, but it was just very nice to look at, and it did remind me of, of again a Kurosawa film because mm. like they 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 these they have to follow these bandits around. They're like like I don't know about them, but like they turn out to be good people and everything like that. And like that's, yeah, like yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, the I, ending was just like kind of a downer. I'm like, eh, at least it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like my least favorite of all of them was that last episode. I'm not, I wasn't too crazy for it. But I mean, that's just me. This could be far. Like, I mean, there could be far different opinions on that. I don't know if Matt agrees or not. I know, honestly, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. That was probably my least favorite. It, 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 as good as everything was, it ended. I felt like on a little bit of a, a dud. I hate to say. Yeah, that's that. fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. So we've covered so far how many? Like four of these so far? I think so. Five? I think I think we're going to take a break and start talking about the uh, the ones that didn't make our top uh, our top cuts. Or top cuts. I haven't even talked about my favorites. I just talked about one of the ones I liked. All right, we will come back and talk about that. Yeah. Back. All right, and we are back. Hey. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. All right, I missed you. I know it was too long. <laughs> we got to shorten that break, guys. I, yeah, we, we really do it. It's like days. I want you, why do we? Why do we wait so long? I want you to hold me like you did back on the boo. All right. <laughs> as long as you're nothing like that dirty <laughs> sand, I hate. <laughs> I was hoping that's what this is going. Right? You mean you don't want to start a rock band on Tatooine? And sing for Jabba the Hutt? Okay, honestly, and then have Joyce and Gordon Levitt sing a horrible, horrible song. Okay, okay, you know Wait, what? Wait, he did this? Yes, that was Tatooine, uh, Tatooine Rhapsody, the second episode in it. Honestly, I'll defend it. I okay, yeah, the song was corny as fuck. You know, it's uh, I, I think um, epic trailer. Um, I was honest. Uh, honest trailers. trailers. Honest trailers did it best. Where it goes, all right. If you won't let me have my anime intro, I'm fucking putting it in the episode anyway. So <laughs> I will say this: I went back and rewatched it with the Japanese um, subtitles dub. No, the Japanese dub because they actually you can actually go back and, and you can put the episodes in the native languages cool. um, because they're not. Believe it or not, since some of the studios are not all Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I, I almost guarantee. Like I feel like I heard some Korean in there. I, I don't know. It might be just my my craziness. But the song <laughs> is actually not as bad with the Japanese uh, dub on it as opposed to the English version. Because 
As much as Joseph Gordon-Levitt tried, I, uh, it wasn't good. He, it was not enough for for me to for me to think that Java was gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I'm definitely gonna take you on for a record <laughs> contract. <laughs> I mean, what was cool about that record mobile uh, mogul Java the Hut? <laughs> what see? But what made that episode cool though was the fact that the lead in it, you find out that he was a survivor of Order sixty six. Oh yeah. See, that's what made it cool. And then he you know, was traveling along with, with a bunch of musicians. Like the song, okay, uh, that drawing they have of Bib, Bib Fortuna, <laughs> fucking love it. It's, it is funny. That is funny. That is funny. Uh, Bib, for those name. people who don't know Bib Fortuna, Bib Fortuna is the Twi'lek, uh, like, I don't know if he's just translates, consigliere of Jabba the Hutt, like his second guy who gives orders to all the people for java I don't yeah know. he's he's a he's a what translator of sorts twilight yeah well i i call them a consigliere which i if i recall correctly that's the second the like one of the big, big people who talk to big mafia bosses because java's mm. a mafia boss yeah yeah basically yeah oh you're talking about like, like the weird like 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 uh wormulon looking guy with the fucking teeth yeah he's got the, yeah he's got like the like the tentacle thing coming out the back of his yep. head yep. he's yep. got yep. the two yep. big bulbs and why his, are uh, twi'lek men so hideous are 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 like women super hot? I don't... Are they in Paolo? The what do you Star think, Wars, Paolo? Okay, so in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> they are you like meant to. Going? They are meant to portray. <laughs> they are meant to portray uh, more exotic, because like their job is dancers. Okay, okay, uh, they're, I got like, you. they're like Jabba strippers in 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 his in his palace. All you that see, I'm in love so, with Jabba strippers. Yeah, you can see like two like Twi'leks, uh, like giving uh, Sebulba a massage before the pod racing scene. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even but, though they're much more fleshed out in the EU stuff, um, like you get to see how their planet was actually basically fought against the entire um, the Confederacy of Planets to not join them because they were pretty much blockaded, just like Naboo. And then right afterwards, they had to fight against the Empire because the Empire decided to take them over and try to like take over the planet. So like the entire the entire Twi'lek civilization just revolves around fighting people who keep trying to take over the world. That's pretty awesome, not for nothing. It, it really great, like really great storyline in both um, Clone, Wars Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but going back to that, Jordan Joseph Gordon Levitt really gave it his all. He tried to sing that song, but as <laughs> most songs, you shouldn't translate a Japanese song to English. It it yeah. At least they weren't singing jizz. <laughs> No, I feel like I I feel like the song didn't work. That was I, honestly that's the episode I liked the least, uh, just because the the at the end the song did not work for me. No, the I, song I, did much not like work much like Paul, I did watch it in Japanese, and the song is better, but just because I don't understand Japanese, so like maybe the song is just as bad. So you don't but, like J-pop. <laughs> Huh? No, I, I, I enjoy J-pop. J-pop. On, 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 I enjoy J-pop. You don't listen to anime openings constantly, like all the time, like I do. Occasionally, am I being called out? Is is this my intervention? Let's go. Is, it, is, your, is your Spotify is your Spotify playlist of the best of twenty twenty one not anime have openings? like a bunch of anime ba, 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 openings ba, 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 in it? Anime openings. Might be a bigger weeb. Damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Even if I was, I don't understand Japanese. It's not the language I grew up speaking, so I don't under I don't get when something is awkward sounding. Mike, you baka <laughs> guy, Jen. But what? But, but when Joseph Gordon Levitt, who is a baka guy, Jen, is trying to say. 
Japanese words in English, it, it fucks with my brain. <laughs> no, known Bakugaijin, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we said all you can of that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Known Bakugaijin, Gordon-Levitt. I like his movies, too. Now I'm not going to stop thinking about that now. Uh, yeah, just think watch of... Looper. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. He in, isn't he in New Girl also? <laughs> Is he? Yeah, I thought he was. I, I feel uh, like he was at one point. No, or no, that's also, Justin Long. It, uh, he, he was also trying to get uh, uh, Sandman made for a little while. He was, if I recall correctly, yes. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. Enough, enough. All right. With, Bike a guide and gorging All right. Uh, the yeah, next sorry. episode that was up was the twins. So I have to defend and that episode. Twins. The twins was so anime. I kind of like. I I, I legitimately laughed when the uh, brother took off the armor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, okay. We have to preface this that this was the first movie on the listing from Studio Trigger, and those that don't know who Studio Trigger. It's mostly former Gynex people. Gynex are the people that are most notorious for like Gunbuster, Diebuster, Evangelion, uh, Dead Leaves, and probably Gurren Lagann is probably the most. Uh, and Kill a Kill. Gurren, and Kill a Kill. Yeah, they they also did um, Afro Samurai, I believe, and uh, Panty and Stocking. Oh. Gynex did Panty and Stocking. I don't know who did Afro Samurai. You might be No, right. Afro Samurai, actually, believe it or not, Afro Samurai, there's another team that did uh, Afro Samurai, and they actually, I think, if I recall correctly, did one of the shorts. Uh, Give me one second, because I'm looking it up now. Well, either way, the twins. Um, The basic concept of that one, if I recall, was uh, the Empire, I, what do they, clone them? They're, they're, basically, they're basically like force-grown babies. That are yeah. twins that are supposed to be like um, just saturated with dark side energy, and I, I hate it. Essentially, they they have a twin deaths uh, it's a twin death star, a twin star destroyer, twin star destroyer. Yeah, that is powered by kyber crystals once again. Um, yep. to basically build like a super weapon, essentially. Yeah, like I, it started off. I felt like it was going to be like a dark side retelling of uh, the Luke and Leia. I kind of, and that could be kind of neat. Uh, Gonzo, real quick, guys, was the was the company or the yeah the product? Oh, the guys Gonzo. who produced it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, a dark side retelling of, of Luke and Leia could be pretty neat. Not for nothing. I felt like that's where it was going, but then it became like over the top anime um, screaming, you know, running at each other with lightsabers, and it it probably is the most like if you think about like current like shonen anime. Like it, it, it felt like that. I did enjoy it. I did really enjoy it because, it, again, the animation was very good. Uh, things like this, the action scenes. That woman had moved eight smoothly. Yeah, she had a bunch of lightsabers. She was wielding eight lightsabers. Who's counting? It was fine. I think follow us. Uh, yes, oh, I yeah. was. I was. Well, that's good. I was. I was I'm like, so look at all those colors. Essentially. She uses her incredible connection to the dark side. Both of them use their incredible connection to the dark side to power like this special kind of Darth Vader looking like dark side armor. And basically they were channeling like through kyber crystals, channeling the dark side, being able to like wield more light. Like she had at one point, she had um again the the lightsaber whips, multiple lightsaber whips. 
I hate um, lightsaber whips. So over the top. It really was so over the top. And I think that's part of the reason why I want to defend it, because if you want anime, that's anime. And you're throwing Star Wars into it. It just feels like I could clearly understand that. But then that I'm also a fan of Gurren Lagann and I'm also a fan of Kill a Kill, which are both very over the top anime um in terms of like standard anime to watch so i may i may be biased in my opinion on that i i wouldn't go as far as to say standard anime but it definitely does follow a lot of the tropes that anime kind of has become known for right yeah i could feel like a little bit like the escalation of things not not quite as extreme as grand lagon because nothing goes to the extremes of escalation fight the power yeah 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 but i did feel like Kill a Kill does, by the way. Kill I have I have not seen Kill a Kill. Um not for <laughs> lack of well, not I'm gonna say not for lack of trying. I just haven't tried. Uh nothing against it. I just haven't seen it. Now, here's the fun part. I didn't know who voiced who did the voices in the American version. It was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris and Allison Bree. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. I did not realize that. <laughs> Holy crap. Right? Does that make it better? I think I so. Feel like it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris is pretty anime. I'm not gonna lie. I, he, 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 yeah. He was. He was to me. He was always the uh, the music meister. And Brave the and the Bold meister. Batman. Yeah. That is a really. Oh good yeah. Oh, that's right. God, that's or, a great episode. That's a great show. Batman uses the power of auto tune to fell his foes. See, <laughs> see, it. guys, we brought it all back. We brought it all we back have, to comic books. We're clearly still a comic book podcast. How bad is it though that we brought it back to professional wrestling before comic books? <laughs> hey, I mean, Unclear. Star Wars. Star Wars was uh, the the uh, technically the uh, sequel to Star Wars was a Marvel comic. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Right. That Star is Wars true. Like a comic. Came out. Yeah. No, that's a uh, Dark Empire actually. No, Star Wars no, 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 the Dark there Empire. Was, uh, no, in in what the seventies, uh, early seventies. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, the seventies. You are absolutely right. Okay, I'm sorry. I completely Literally, Han Solo fights a T Rex in that. <laughs> is yeah. that canon? Of course. At the time, it was yes. Yeah, but this is before the movie came out. This is before Empire Strikes Back even came out. Mm, yeah, they had yeah. no idea if they were getting another movie. Yeah, yeah at that point, yeah. canon didn't really exist. They had one movie. It's like, fuck it, let's yeah, let's, let's get let's weird. do whatever we want. I mean, I could totally <laughs> see Han Solo fighting a uh, a T Rex. Like that's that's an anime I would absolutely watch. Yeah, so it's almost like if uh, you know Han Solo was like looking for ancient artifacts and things right i mean listen i don't why yeah that sounds familiar i don't know why you would say that though visions visions gave us an episode with a bunny girl jedi we'll get that is true we'll get to that one uh let's let's go down the list so we talked about the twins uh we already talked about the village bride uh we kind of skimmed on do we want to go more detail on that one i think everyone from that would get enough that we talked about go watch it it's dead in the center just watch it uh, but I do agree. Shout out to the uh, the droids. I forget what they're called from the they're from the Phantom Menace. They're from the, the prequel droids. I just love them so much. And we had some of their antics. I'm like, why don't we have more of these guys? They just they're so wacky. Oh, they the, try so hard. Oh, the um, uh, oh man, the the the, um, the Trade Federation I, droids. The Trade Federation droids. Yeah, I, I love those guys them. so much. Yeah. Why can't I remember what they're called now? The, the oh my god why am I yeah, blanking on those because yeah, yeah, yeah. they were all I hear is Roger Roger yeah Roger yeah. Roger uh, trigger for trade federation droids because they because they they are in the village bride and I completely forgot about it until I looked it up and I'm like oh yeah I remember the, they're so good B series because they're so droids the battle mechs okay or battle they're so, <laughs> they're, they're, so they, they're so intimidating until they're not it's when are, okay <laughs> they're kind of adorable. <laughs> 
No, yeah, they, they really are. are though. I love them so much. They're so cute. <laughs> I want to hug them. <laughs> They're just trying to do their job, and Jedi's keep slashing the shit. Oh, out of them. And then the worst part is when they go, "Oh no," or something like yeah. that, where they respond with like, like actual despair over the situation. Was it? And there's, I, I love how disorganized they are because one of them's like, "Hey, look out!" And another one's like, "Where?" And they're like, oh, "Look out, where?" And then, <laughs> then they get obliterated. Was it? Like, oh. Was it? Was it? Paula? Was it in uh, Clone Wars where like the droids get together and they're like, "Yeah, no, you know." Those are the old droids that have the central computer up in orbit. We're the smarter droids because we have our computers here on the ground. We're free thinkers. Roger, 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 Roger. <laughs> and, it creates, and it creates a recursion loop. <laughs> I love those guys. Dude, if you, okay, if you need more battle droids, please go watch Clone Wars because Clone Wars is another great show that honestly fleshes out the, the characters of all of the characters in the prequel much better. Mm. I was just hoping you guys were going to mention how uh, those battle droids got jobbed out by Jar Jar Banks. They did by known Sith Lord Jar Jar. Banks. <laughs> I mean, in, 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 in his defense, like those battle droids are not very intimidating. They're not great. <laughs> Roger, Roger, Paulo. <laughs> but but there are, but there, yeah. they're so endearing, and I love them, and they're very yeah, near sure. dear to my heart. Roger, there are in canon explanations as to why they become less and less intimidating as the war goes on, but that's too much detail for this episode right now. So let's move on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. So then we had the Ninth Jedi, Toby, and then uh, the other Studio Trigger one, which this one I actually really liked was the Elder. I liked it. But I also can't say I <laughs> was a huge fan. Yeah. It feels very <laughs> bleh. You're gonna your mind is gonna be blown when I tell you who is the voice of uh Tajan, the uh the master Jedi in that. I think no, I, know, I who, know who it is because I, I, I have I to look it up because I'm like, who is this man? sleepwalking through his lines. <laughs> yes, I know who it is. I, I've heard it. Who is it to remind me? David Harbour. It is David yep. Harbour. Yes. From Stranger Things. And and Black Widow. And Hellboy. And Hellboy. Nobody L saw Hellboy. <laughs> I think I think that yeah, that movie is let's discuss, let's, dis let's discuss the fact it's not the Ron Perlman Hellboy, it's the the, the new Hellboy. Yeah, right. Well, from, from what's it called? This fucking you, uh, you, Harper, right? From from uh, 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 Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, <laughs> all right. No, yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman from Stranger well, Things. Yeah. <laughs> the Dude, Red Guardian Ron from Black Widow. Fucking Ron Perlman from Alien Three. <laughs> that guy, not that one actually. Dave okay. Harbor. Yeah, he he honestly, Dave Harbor's performance. I'm like, what? Like, just, are you even trying that? What's going on? It, I forgot that that movie existed until you just mentioned. Yeah, it. same here. <laughs> I think watching this short, like his him droning on through his lines, will make you forget Stranger Things. Like you just for you slowly forget everything about Dave Harbor. Like he's trying to make you inception you to forget that he even exists. I, I, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, uh, season three of Stranger Things. Uh, oh, sorry, the season three opener of, of Stranger Things made me forget Stranger Things. Oh, there you go. All right, that's fair. That's I, fair. Honestly, oh, I feel you like what will not Harbour, make you though. forget. Go watch Black Widow. Ooh, oh. is, is it good? His performance in Black Widow is fantastic. It's just yeah. he's hysterical because the whole premise of his character is that he's the Soviet version of Captain America. And, and they make him a comedy act? He, yes, they make him a comedy act, but it's the fact that he keeps living on the stories that he fought Captain America. 
Okay. However, occasionally people are like, wait a minute, when did you fight Captain America? And then they're like, he was still in ice back then. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if he's fought like a different Captain America, if he's if it's these like delusions of grandeur that he has, if just making it up, if he knows for a fact, like you don't know throughout the whole movie. He fought Putin so back when he was an agent. Oh shit. Oh, oh my god. god. There, there, there's part of me that wishes they would have gone the um ultimate universe route with that but it's like they would never ever in a million years do that in a, in a disney marvel movie uh what was that the character uh he's super dark he's in a um so like that that version of that character is in a essentially a prison uh underground that the the the, the russians kept all their failed super soldier experiments in oh he's in a russian prison in this one though yeah yeah um but like he's essentially like the warden or he becomes the warden of this jail because like he's the strongest thing in there but like everything else you see are these horrible monsters um yeah it's terrible like it's super gross he's he's just fucking scuzzy and awful and uh they didn't like they didn't make him a shield because they they couldn't figure out what like cap shield was made out of in, in in that universe um so he just made it out of bones and skin of the things he killed oh god whoa Yep. That sounds pretty cool. That's yeah, almost then, as dark as the Sith Lord that they fought in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, man, I feel like David Harbour is doing his best Liam Neeson impersonation. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I Liam like Neeson, I to... felt there was life in Liam Neeson. Felt, like Dave Harbour. <laughs> look, I just felt he was doing his best to sound like Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn and just failing. Okay. I mean, I, 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 guess I, I, res- so. I respect his performance. I respect it. I feel I like mean, I heard him snoring between some of the lines. That though. story is also not great. <laughs> I, you know what? It was very linear. It was very simple, but yeah, I, I personally really liked it. I really I did like the I liked it. It's just the only thing that took me out of it was Dave Harbour. Like that's your like legitimately I'm like, yeah, okay. It, it was it was really simple. You have a pad one, he's like he wants to go out there, he wants to get into fights, and then you know, his master's like, Look, man, it's this isn't what this isn't what being a Jedi is about. And then he encounters a Sith. And, and then it's a fight. Then it's a fight. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess he was wrong, David Harbour. David wow. Harbour was wrong. I'm just Dave. I'm just yeah. saying, it, I felt like it did a good job explaining the lore of like how the Jedi work and stuff like that. I don't know. As a Star Wars nerd, I enjoyed it. Fair. Okay, I'll give you that. Like, if, if you're if you're kind of 50-50 on the franchise and you're not too big on the lore and you thought it was a snooze episode, I, I can respect that. I understand. I am yep. I am kind of a Star Wars nerd, so also, yeah, I kinda... also also it sets it up with centuries after the death of Darth Bane. So it mentions Darth Bane, so I immediately like that's immediately like a point five in my book. So you know. I I wish they got Tom Hardy to be Darth Bane. Yeah, he embraced I, the darkness. I, I would love. No one would care until he put on the mask. <laughs> Nobody cared until I demolished the Sith Empire. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, can we? Turns can out we, when you demolish empires, people care a lot. They really care. Can we establish the fact that Tom Hardy's Bane voice is just the best joke? Period. <laughs> oh, D- Dark Knight Rises is incredible because it's goofy voice versus goofy voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know. What? Also, Mike, thank you for that. That's <laughs> what it is. It is. You're right. It, it wouldn't be so funny if I didn't just watch Dern- Dunkirk last night and the whole time Tom Hardy's in a de- freaking mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Nazi bombers flying over my Dunkirk. I can't allow that to the Royal Air Force. <laughs> I felt like I was randomly doing Bane voices while I was watching Venom. Oh, man. 
Uh, this sucks because if I ever reread the uh, Darth Bane trilogy, now I'm going to imagine this. Come, Darth Xana, we must learn how to channel your hate. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> lines work in the voice. Oh, it's so good. This is my cannon now. <laughs> let, I can't, the, I can't... let the hate flow through you. <laughs> I can't wait to just go. I, I can't wait to pick up uh, Diablo 2 Resurrection and then just hear that voice all the time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Herodric Cube. The Herodric Cube. <laughs> the barbarians oh, out. this is my canon from now on. Darth Bane is from now on. <laughs> just Tom Hardy's Bane voice. Use your aggressions, boy. Let the hate flow through you. Arguably the Harley <laughs> Quinn Bane. That's. The purr. The purr. <laughs> no one escapes the purr. <laughs> Okay. I can't believe her. <laughs> can't, okay. What was the next one? What was the next one? I don't even remember. Please continue. Oh god. Okay. The next one was uh Lope and Ocho, the uh the one starring the uh the bunny girl. I, I you know what? I cannot believe that that worked as well as it did. Uh, I know, right? Again, this is why I said I when I came into this, I'm like, eh, it would have been cool if it was canon. Now I, I got done watching that one. I'm like, I am glad it's not canon. Because they probably couldn't have made that work if they had to stay within the constructs of canon. I mean, okay. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And let's be honest, the whole idea of a bunny like race in Star Wars, I feel like that's not so far out of what you would find in Star Wars. No, there's of course not. Way dumber shit. (laughs) Like there's yeah, there's jizz music, guys. Like jizz, jizz, jizz. Yeah. Um, Get everyone. (laughs) Yeah, we just we just we we we, we just gotta get all that jizz out, you know. Just gotta you get have out. to. You can't like you have to let the jizz come out. You can't. Get you gotta work up. the jizz out of your system. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta let the jizz flow through you. Right? Doctors recommend you listen to jizz once a day at least. So, all right. <laughs> so, so basically, what what happens? So, the Empire, if I recall correctly, they basically come to a planet. They're uh, what was it? Were they enslaving people in this? No, they they came in. They came in. And were essentially stealing the raw materials from the planet and using the like the system to basically pay pay la- paid labor. It was paid um, labor. Okay, it was paid labor. Yes, because um, because everyone does know though in canon they did enslave the Wookies. They did. They they enslaved the Wookies. They enslaved the Twi'leks. They enslaved um, quite a few races. If I'm honest with you, so slavery was a thing during the Empire. True. True. Um, but in any case, the and it's an argument between two sisters, one who doesn't think that the Empire is a good place, and then the other one who's like, we have to join the Empire if we want to continue the family business, to continue rather family, being able to run everything, because the Empire was slowly taking away their families. I wouldn't say their fortune, but like their Kind of their controller, yeah, their status. They were mi- They were like a mining town, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a mining town. They needed them for. Um, I think they even told you what they needed their materials for to make. But it, it, regardless, yeah, it, it becomes kind of a in family fighting because the bunny girl gets adopted by the family. The girl, um, she goes to join the empire. The um, sister, yeah. Honestly. I was having a hard time following the story. I was just enjoying the visuals of that one so much. Yeah, that one that like, one did look very yeah. that reminded me of like uh I I wanna say Bebop, but like that that era of anime. Like I got, felt that way, yeah. I got like a very like seventies and nineties vibe anime. Like the father definitely looked like he came out of like something from like Lupin the Third. Yeah, okay, yeah, definitely, definitely. So they were created. So this is Geno Studio uh, or Geno Studio. I'm not sure what the translation I would be. It's, it's G-E-N-O. Geno. Yeah, I it might be Geno. Geno. 
Uh, and they've done stuff like something they've called the Kakuo Moment by Moment, Golden Kamoi, and some others. I have not seen anything that they've done. I don't recognize any of these. Yeah. I definitely would love to see more of that in Star Wars, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, they were only founded in 2015. Pretty Did recent. you say that? That's six years ago. It's that's pretty recent for recent. a studio. That's true. Yeah, that's like true. studio. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, studio IG's been around since like the seventies. Yeah. Wow. Production IG. My bad. I mean, that was like I said. That was a real fun episode. I really enjoy that. That was fun. You get some some family drama that isn't the Skywalkers, and I feel like it was done very well. That the, the whole the whole family story was very good. I have to agree. I thought that was really cool. And then last up, we had, uh, I am going to fuck this up. Akira, Akak, Akakiri? Akakiri. 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 Oh, yeah. Akakiri. Akakiri. Yes. Uh, again, an episode I unfortunately felt was the weakest of all of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is, and it's the second one by uh, Science Saru, the guys that did Toby. Um, yep. Yeah, my brain turned off on that one. I didn't enjoy it. And I'm also kind of quite sick of the old trope where, you know, oh, the Jedi found so many likes. Now she's got to die. Yeah. I mean, it did harken back, it harken to like, yeah, uh, Revenge of the Sith, where the the main Jedi has like visions of a death and all that stuff. Um, oh, I mean, you know, we got that. You got Obi-Wan, um, you know. Oh, it's a team? Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Satine Kreese is one of the... I wouldn't even call her a minor character. She's kind of a big character. She's a big lore. character in the second yeah, season. In, yeah, in the second season of, of um, Clone Wars, where basically ah. you come to find out that Obi-Wan and her had a thing before... Not when he was like a Padawan or something, I forget. No, no, he um, was a full-on general. When oh, he was a full-on... He was a full-on general, yeah. No, even before that, they'd apparently had a thing. Oh, I thought they were just acquaintances. No, no, no. They knew each other from before then, oh, and it was more—it was more than just more than just that. So e- even Obi Wan had his little, you know, he had his lightsaber drawn, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, but I feel like that's, that's a, a stupid trope, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I just—I I think I rank it higher than two because I think I like the art style of it. So that—that—that that, that for me. The way it presented the story was better than than you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing Japanese lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, known Bakugaijin. <laughs> yeah, known Bakugaijin as established previously. Uh, that's canon. That's canon. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I. I, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what my expectations were coming into it, but honestly, I, I was I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Most of it, you know. I want more. To- I, I def- would love totally. to see more of that. Just, just keep getting it weird. Keep going outside the bounds of canon. Apparently, the uh, ninth uh, Jedi is gonna is apparently a backdoor pilot. Really? Oh, that's what people said they want because they feel okay, like it's okay. it's it's because uh... it's the high Q people and high Qs. They spend so much money on yes the high Q high Q. It's, a, it's an anime about volleyball, and it's like, why is this look so beautiful? It's it an anime really about volleyball. Nice. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of animes like that that just doesn't make any sense why they are the way that they are, but they're animes about food or sports. Right, but I'm saying there are, like, I'm just saying the production on it is like, I care about volleyball because this it's beautiful. Yeah, Haikyuu's a lot of fun. 
don't know. I heard they made an anime about hockey, and I hear it's weird. Apparently, it's like um, they break into the song and dance if they win a game. I don't know. Yeah, that's hockey. <laughs> no, literally, that's what <laughs> hockey is. Like, we're not talking yeah. about the anime version of hockey. This is real that's life just, hockey. That's just hockey. Yeah, yeah. And then they all piss into a cup named Stanley, and uh, they all go their separate ways. <laughs> okay, to be fair, that has never happened. That would happen on of the Howard not. Stern show when... Uh, <laughs> I think it was Bubba Booey. I think, yeah, I think the uh, Gary took a uh, piece of pudding and he gave it back to the Rangers that are visiting the studio and said he shit in the cup, but it actually wasn't. Oh, oh. oh there, you there you go. Famous anime, Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> Famous anime, Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Booey, ooh woo. <laughs> you've you've reinvented the game. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah, call I... up Mr. Stern. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait till we get Twitch.tv slash Howard Stern. Like, please. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just. I just. I just. I just want them to do a Star Wars vision now about Darth Bane with Tom Hardy doing his uh, freaking Bane voice as Darth Bane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. For just, it, just, just to start solving with him going. Peace is a lie. There's only passion. Through passion, <laughs> I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. A false shot free me. <laughs> just. Just give me that. Uh, honestly, yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, I, more, more of this, more of this weird <laughs> anthology stuff. Like, please make Star Wars weird. That's great. I love it. I, I I hate to say this, but now I need more of weird things that Bane would say in his Bane voice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to go on the same wavelength because I'm like, I mean, as I said before, I'm so bored with just like. I guess the Skywalkers. Give me everything else you're talking about. This all sounds really fucking cool. I mean, that that's quite honestly like why I've always loved the EU so much is because you do get into a lot of the more weirder stuff or you get into stories where the Skywalkers are kind of secondary characters. I mean, let's be honest. Look at some of the best Star Wars video games that have been made. The Knights, Knights of the Old Republic is not canon technically i mean parts of it are it's but stopped being canon it used to be canon. being canon yeah it used to be canon actually is it going to be canon again supposedly revan is canon Ooh. i know revan's canon yeah, but, yeah like like jedi outcast that used I, to be canon yes that used to be yeah. that used to be canon yeah like that that's that's, were fun. that's what i was pissing and moaning when rogue one came out I'm like no it's supposed to be kyle katana that's against the plans damn it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah they, they changed the canon yeah yeah. Pray they don't change it any further. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Go get my Kyber crystals. All right. I, okay, right away, sir. We got to end up, gentlemen. <laughs> roger, Roger. Have a good night. A good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. All of the music that you have heard is the song "Dance Rock" off the album "Descent of the Goober Monster" by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.